Dynamite. Hi, I'm Bryson Wilby from Mojo Thunder, and you're listening to Underground Novelist. weekend run club how did you guys come together oh mitchell take it away Mitchell, take it away yeah um <laughs> i met the person i started the band with who is a former member we met on facebook just jammed a little bit um it was actually it was my first time doing anything that was like contemporary or like commercial even i was doing a lot of theater and classical stuff which um Gosh, it's been it's been like almost four years since I met him. So the band I would say is closer to three years old, but we started writing um, some stuff just to see if we'd click. And then slowly over that year, we added Bridget and Joey and Ralph, who is our former bass player. Now we have Haley. And then just as things evolved over time, we we started writing more together. Now we have Ryan uh, on guitars with Joey as well. So. It's starting to, we're starting to like create our own lore, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the superstition behind it all. Yeah, I, um, when Mitchell kind of had some demos going for the band, I, I saw him post just like on a Facebook page, believe it or not, um, on a, a Facebook group. So really, we owe our whole existence to Mark Zuckerberg in a way. The Zuck. Do. <laughs> yeah, dude, the Zuck. <laughs> it was good, Bridget. Oh, you go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I just really liked what I heard. I was like, I feel like this just has a lot of promise. I was looking for a new band to drum in, and I was like, you know what? I I have really no idea what to expect, but I want to jam, so I'm just going to put myself out there. And it ended up working out pretty well, I would say. And you know me from Facebook. Yeah, and I know Haley from (laughs) Facebook. Dude, that's so funny. I met Haley on Facebook, too. It's just like one of those things where I feel... When you're not like in college anymore and you're not really in such a like a structured environment, you kind of have to get more creative as to how you meet, you know, local musicians and things like that. So work for us. Homies. And homies for life. Yeah. <laughs> how many albums do you have out at this point? I know I know <laughs> Zoo's the full length. Yeah, we got the full length Zoo. We have an EP called Okay for You. And is that it, everybody? Well, and we're our cooking. Secret album. It's coming. It's, no, we're working no, on. No, we're cooking a single. We oh yeah, we we cooked. We have cooked a single. Yeah, it's ready to go. It's fresh. Um, to be announced, kind of a little bit later, but it will be part of a compilation album. Yeah, and a really we're really awesome happy about it. Yeah, it was our first single working with Ryan, our new member. 
um, a little bit and we're going to work with him even more as time goes on. But we're really just, you know, excited to start writing again in this kind of new arrangements and, you know, figure out how to evolve our sound. So we're just really excited for everything that can come next. Of course, hoping that, you know, the world gets safer and safer with vaccines and everything. You know, we're just kind of crossing our fingers and hoping for the best. How, how do you describe the music you make? Ooh, it's a good like, one. Like a little bit <laughs> yeah. indie, a little bit dancey. Mm-hmm. I'd say a good time. Someone changed our Instagram to Power Pop. Whoever did that, I feel it's a good vibe. I like it. Yeah, that was that was me. I think I <laughs> as I started like kind of pitching us more again and really figuring out, you know, the shows that we want to open for, you know, kind of making our name out there. I I kind of want to have like a a good picture of what genre we are, but it's kind of tricky with us because we kind of go a couple different ways. So I kind of settled on like indie alt power poppers somewhere, you know. Well, also, how would we like describe our music that's like not just genre? Like, how would you describe it to like? I would think it's a good time. You know, it really comes. It really. Yeah. It live shows for us are really the chance that we kind of get to show, you know, the intricacies of of each song and kind of really develop what we've we've put out before. So, the live set we definitely we definitely always like want to get people moving and just have a good time in general. Yeah, we want that energy and yeah. like I feel like we really try to get people participating and like involved and interactive just because I feel like when you can let go and really lose yourself to like a group uh group lose setting. Yourself in the moment, you know yeah. the music, you know it. Basically yeah. Eminem said it all. Haley <laughs> reiterated it for you. <laughs> do, do you have a particular creative process? Or we all do good stuff. Um, kind of got messed up in the pandemic, but usually we would just like kind of start jamming if anybody had an idea and and kind of see where that led. But throughout the pandemic, we've been more like trying to share files, and that's been kind of unnatural and weird for us. But it's been yeah. interesting to test it in a new way. Mm-hmm. It's been cool to like let everyone kind of like settle into like how to come up with new ideas too. Cause like uh, a former member wrote really fast and like we would always just have something new to work on. Whereas now we're kind of, we each have like little things or ideas that we'll pitch that we'll kind of come up with on our own in time. And just like, we write a lot of scraps and shells of songs or like particular bit. I write a lot of like particular lyrics and then I just wait for someone to come around with stuff that kind of clicks with it and kind of like, puzzle piece it over time (laughs) yeah there's never i don't know that there's ever really been like a uniform or standard way that we do it i feel like and maybe that's just because it's preference of mine but i feel like it can really start wherever you know from you know even a riff or maybe even just like an idea of of some words that mitchell really wants to use or something like that but um you know if we all can kind of get together over you know one idea and just just like figure out where should this go you know where Mm. is this coming from that's always kind of fun to kind of figure out like if the song can write itself or not. Yeah. Like, the spontaneity is like, is key. Yeah. Haley, what it, were you gonna say? I was going to say, where did it come from? Where did it go? Yeah. Cotton Eye <laughs> Joe. Exactly. That's good references here. It all started in sixth grade square dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> did it. <laughs> yeah. It all started back then. I believe that for you. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you <probably. laughs> It's an awakening. Where all have you played at this point? Oh man, where have we played? Um, no, I'm just kidding. 
we have uh we really like the venues in chicago the local venues um yeah. you know kind of the 300 cap and under stuff is where we like to play for obvious reasons we can <laughs> um, sell those boys like with help <laughs> yeah we love to play the really small venues for no other reason um you know united center everything like that um but <laughs> outside of chicago and you know the suburbs as well where a lot of us are from um we've been to you know indiana we've been where else guys pennsylvania uh, Ohio. We've a, Ohio. We've been kind of out east and back for a little run, but this upcoming tour is going to be the longest one yet that we're yeah. super, super stoked for. Um, I'm so excited. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no it's totally fine. It's uh, it's going to be, I think, 10, 10 or 11 days total. Yeah. Um, love to go to 30 days at, at some point, but unfortunately, oh, we man. all do have, yeah. have jobs. <laughs> the 30 days is yeah. like, that would be like, that's a sign. That, it's that's why you're dude. doing it. You're just doing yeah. it. <laughs> I'm really yeah, excited but, to play Nashville, though, on this upcoming Yeah. Nashville and Cleveland. Or is it Cleveland or Columbus? They were Cleveland. Playing. Whatever the team. Well, I don't know if it's announced, but we're playing a show with a band we really, really, really like. That's nice really save. cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Where did you get a, get a show at in Cleveland? Um, well, I won't say the specific <laughs> date or the people we're playing with, but it'll be at a place called Mahal's. Looks like um, bowling there. There, yeah, bowling oh, alleys there. Steamy. Very stoked for Steamy that. Steamy in the lanes. Come out yeah, to the we'll show. Yeah, we'll see you out in the lanes, man. Steamy in the lanes, man. <laughs> um, yeah, super stoked for Louisville. We've gone to a lot of new cities we've never been to before, and I'm just excited to make a bunch of friends. Yeah. And just hang out, man. And just hang out, like, get closer, like, who knows, like... I don't know. It's it's possibilities like, are endless. Truly, yeah. get to yeah. know like Ryan even better, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. And ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> like who is Bridget? <laughs> don't ask me that. I don't know. <laughs> Where did you find a play at in Nashville? I saw your post. I, I don't know. It was a couple of days ago. I think that yeah, that one. I'm so close to closing in. I have a I have a second hold at a certain venue that I'm really hoping locks in, but I'm still kind of scoping the area in case that doesn't come through. So TBD. But everything Bridget, else is pretty much booked. Bridget does all the the tour booking and show management, and she crushes it. So yeah, oh, Bridget is very multifaceted. Like plays like, like 25 tour. instruments. Uh, manages bands, manager manages okay. a record label. Great eyebrows. Great um, eyebrows. Hat. Um, just great, great at things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I do have a great cat. Thanks, everyone. That was nice. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's perfectly acceptable and legal to busk on, the, on Broadway on the street in Nashville. I do know Is that that really? will be our that will be our plan C. I think if we all. should we should busk, but not with like music. Like like we should just be do something completely random and unrelated. Comedy. Yeah, yeah. comedy. I was thinking magic tricks. I mean, yeah, that's what okay. Nashville's built. Magic. That's what comedy. Nashville's built around. You know, yeah. that's that's what Nashville's all about is busking. You know, yeah. it's not just my country music. It's that's that's how Nashville got built. So everybody down there busking. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think they, I think they fr- I think they frown on electricity maybe, but I've seen people down there use electricity. I go I go down there quite a bit. Uh, Mitch right. has an acoustic voice. I was going to say I have an electric <laughs> voice. I I like just power it on. Yeah. 
I just we'll put a capo on it and then I can sing right. Yeah, but also like, okay, wait, has anyone else like here busked? Because I actually would love to try that song. I actually would love to try that too. So I, the closest I got to it was when, when COVID started and there was a small window of time where it was, they were doing outdoor seating and stuff at restaurants and it was summer. And Joey, I was like, Joey, I've always wanted to like busk or do like some cover gigs just with like songs I like. And we we did one and it went really well. And then we just kind of like had other stuff going on. But I've always thought how fun would it be to just like busk. I know like there's another Chicago um, band and the singer Kelly and Aunt Kelly is, is the name. I was mm-hmm. downtown one day like few years ago and I was just walking across along with the Magnificent Mile and I just like ran into her busking and I was like what are you doing here and she just That's does so it funny. all the time and I was like that sounds so cool to just like grab your gear queen. she's just a queen in like every way <laughs> yeah Rob, uh, have, you, have you tried that before is that kind of common in Louisville as well well busking yeah uh, it's not in the culture to Nobody carries cash. I don't. I think it's part of it. Yeah. You can go That's on the, the the Big Four Bridge. People have been doing it on there, which is a walking bridge. It goes over the Ohio and mm-hmm. uh, the, the river. And That's cool. People have been people have been doing. It. I've, I know some people that's done gone up there and done well. And that's that might be something you might consider if you get there early that day. I don't know where you're driving from to into Louisville. Mm-hmm. We're coming straight from Chicago that day. That's like our first oh. stop. But that sounds like, oh. a, like a really pretty area, regardless. Have to yeah. check it out. Yeah. Maybe we could at least walk like walk over it if we have time or something. Yeah, do, do a do a quick busk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, bring... like if you, you ask me about anything that tourists do in Louisville, I I I, I won't. No, I've never been to Derby. As long as I've, lived, <laughs> I've never been, I've never been on the Bell. I've never, I don't think I've done anything a tourist do does. It's just. I just live here. <laughs> like, right, for a, sure. Like a, the baseball bat factory. <laughs> no, I, I've not been to the I, the the bats museum. I've not I've not been there. I've been to a bats game. I, I go to. I, I get free tickets all the time. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Oh, that's How do you do that? Uh, well, one a, a guy in my older band, my, mm-hmm. you know, an old co- a cover band I worked in for quite a few years. He's he's head of one of the security companies at the yum center and so usually he'll get tickets to the he'll get the t- tickets to the to the basketball games he'll get he'll get good tickets for, to the bats games and all and usually it's in a suite <laughs> so that's our clubhouse those yeah. are that's awesome. those, like random connections and i always post you know throw those pictures on instagram stuff oh yeah i'm watching this from a suite you know just just to yeah. catch, i'm looking i'm looking down at the poor people and <laughs> yeah you're just a poor person in disguise but it's like yeah, yeah. i am <laughs> role playing for a day no that's awesome i love like free tickets to anything makes it like so much better i just can enjoy oh, it yeah. so much more knowing that i paid nothing to be here <laughs> you're all from chicago yeah, yeah, Chicago burbs. Yeah, we're all from the burbs. Although we, the three of us, live in Chicago now. Yeah. Do you do you root for the Cubs? I just went to a Cubs game the other night, but it got rained out. Did so. you root for them? Uh, for about twenty <laughs> minutes, and then and then started pouring. Um, I would say I grew up a Sox fan, but really my dad's from Texas, so we were kind of a Rangers house poser. But. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Baseball's not really for me. I grew up as a Sox fan, but only because I had this friend that, like, I wanted to be him, and he was a Sox <laughs> fan. You ever had, like, those friendships when you were a kid? Like, like a person you just, oh, like, yeah. that you were so envious of, like, their life and, like, everything they had. They and I just, pool. like... Yeah, oh my god, don't even get me started on friends that have a pool. Dude, there, um, there definitely comes a point in, like, a Chicago kid's, like, journey growing up where you, like, you have to pick a team. Yeah. And yeah. everyone, like, starts fighting about it. Even, even when you don't want to. Like, yeah, you're, like, eight, and you're, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> and you're in a conversation, like... and you're, like, oh, oh, yeah, totally. Screw them, yeah. Cubs, in fifth grade. Yeah. And you're like, right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, dude. And they're like, who's your favorite player? And you have to, like, find one really quick. It's like, uh, Yeah, dude, uh, that's why I was Conurco. like, oh, Exactly, Paul Conurco, the only White Sox player I can remember. Love him. Do you think he's still there? I have no idea. No, he's so old. <laughs> oh, okay. Too old it, for baseball. This, what it... When they ask you to pick a favorite player, would just say, "I don't know. I only watch live sports." <laughs> that's what yeah, I always yeah. do. Like, I, I don't. I never watch sports on TV, which is isn't a, a dishonest statement. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but I'll go watch it live because it's fun yeah. live. And I, you know, of course, I like. That's a good answer. I like to drink. Oh yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> I would totally go to not, most, like sports games. Why not? Yeah, that's like a thirteen minute, thirteen minutes from my place. Like this uh, Slugger Field, and <laughs> you know. That's See, I forgot good. to say that in the beginning of the episode. I was like, "Oh, this is this is Weekend Run Club from Chicago." I usually say, I usually make sure to say where someone's from. Everybody right. knows. Yeah, everyone <laughs> who doesn't know us by this point, we're a household name. <laughs> you know, some friends of yours have been on this show. I, oh, I think really? they're friends of you. I think they're friends of yours. Um, a band called Cloud Houses. Yeah, we love Cloud Houses. They How were so fun. I just. Doing this, <laughs> they're nice. Yeah, they're great. They, um, they actually they reached out to they reached out. I made a post in one of the maybe the DIY group mm-hmm. about st- what I was thinking of what I was just thinking about starting this, and they was like, "Hey, if you if you do start us, can we be on your show?" And I'm like, "Yeah, oh yeah." Pretty much anyone that reaches out to me Dude, can be on the show. Basically, that's Mark Zuckerberg for the win again. <laughs> True. Yeah, the are really really nice, and they have great music. They do. They have really great music. I love Girlfriend. Like, yes. Like like after after interviewing that whole next day at work all day long, I was walking around, and your girlfriend is Yeah, pretty. dude, it gets stuck in <laughs> It was, too. Someone help me take control. I feel left out emotional. Someone help me understand how to walk right, talk tough, that's like a man. But you're never gonna be
Well, since it is my show, we're going to talk about my favorite song of your guys's, which is All My Friends Are Dead. Is that correct? Did I say that right? Yeah. (laughs) So what's the story behind that song? That song has the craziest story. You picked a good one first. Yeah, that's a really good one. It started actually um, in a car ride on the way home from a show we played in Champaign-Urbana with... That was the elk walking. That was the show where those like someone brought their new like golden retriever. Do you remember that? Um, yeah. Yeah. So on the way home from that, um, back when Chris was still in the band, he was showing me this demo. It was called like Sunset Riders at the time, and it was just like a demo that was lingering. And then he finally he wrote some vocals for it, and we I got we had different vibes with it, but like just the message, it seemed very like at least what he was trying to say was like, how do I make sense of the world? Like coming of age is weird and like what even is does it mean to be an adult or more specifically what does it mean to be a man and it's like kind of uncomfy to navigate that sometimes and then like that really resonated with me in terms of just like thinking about like well yeah I'm getting older and like I'm I'm an adult now even though I don't feel like I am and like how do I find my place in the world in a way that's comfortable for me so we kind of just got on this like vibe of like talking about toxic masculinity and just how to like how frustrating it is when you want to move forward, but the world is like 20 steps behind you sometimes. So it kind of became like, for me at least, it kind of became this kind of like queer-esque out or anthem, I guess, just about like marching to your own beat and the people that can't like get on, can't can't jive with who you are, like screw them, just keep going yeah. and, and be yourself. And that will draw the, the real kinds of uh, healthy relationships that you really want. Mm-hmm. Well, you forgot that that one almost didn't make you, right? <laughs> it was it was like a totally different like, right. chord progression, and like I think the melody is mostly the same. Yep. But Mitchell was really like attached to the like concept, and we were just like, I don't know if we're jiving with how it That's sounds right. instrumentally. So they like went and reworked it like two days. You're before right. We went into yeah. the studio and like rewrote the whole song, and then we were like, yeah, I guess, and. <laughs> Yeah, it just it kind of had a mind of its own, and it it ended up pretty cool. But you're right. There was a moment where I was like, I guess like it might just not be on. Mm-hmm. I do remember. Actually, I forget. But so it's, much. it's so funny how you know if you kind of rework some even like a little part of a song, you can yeah. find that it, like it just suddenly clicks with you. Now that's like one of my favorites to play live. It just like I don't know. I just like found I guess where I wanted to sit in the song, and then it all just kind of mm-hmm. came together. It was, it was like a minor key or something before, wasn't it? It was. Mm. It was just. Um, a little bit of a like different progression I think that's like a good ode to like learning how to like just trust your bandmates and like learning to let go of something even when you feel really strongly about it Mm. and I don't know trying to see like for the greater good sometimes you have to like just painfully like rip your dreams away okay, okay. that's, that's so true dramatic. Dramatic. No, you no, no, remember no. it happened hear, hear me out hear me out that's <laughs> not what actually happened but that's like how it always feels like you know when you like sure. really attach to something and maybe you don't have this problem i like i have a lot of issues so if i like it really attached to something <laughs> and someone's like let's just change it and make it a little different my initial reaction is like oh my god they hate me i'm a bad person they hate my work they think i'm trash and like over time i'm learning to be like uh, a little bit more realistic with the world and mm-hmm. be like oh okay you know what it's just gonna it's still gonna be a good song we just gotta let we want to make sure everybody's happy with it because if everybody's happy with it then it will be 
good for all of us. And then we can at least enjoy that at the very minimum. But I totally. think it's kind of been shown that when we are all happy with the music we're putting out, other people are happy with it too. Yeah, exactly. And you think, I think you can definitely tell, like, especially when, you know, that's a great example of a song that we all kind of wrote together. And I think you mm. can really see it pay off when we play it live because we all are really sure of what we're doing and we know that it works. Yes. I love collaborating. I, I think if I write a song myself, it's going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that thing. I feel that too, actually. It, it's like, it's harder because like sometimes you get those songs where you're writing together and you wish you could have your way. But then sometimes you're writing by yourself and you just know that the people that you're not writing it with would probably make it so much better than you can already make it. And Dude. it's so easy to second guess your own ideas when everything is on you. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was going to say, I love it and I hate it, like working in a team because you got to like trust your team members to the ultimate core, but it's good. It's- yeah. I mean, it can, it's so funny how someone else can hear something just completely different. And then the way that they take that direction is just like, it will, so many times, like it's something that Mitchell will add or really anybody in this band, Haley, they'll just go in a completely different direction. I'm like, that works so well. I yeah, never, oh. ever, ever, ever would have thought of that. With the, like, um, like, I am so grateful to be in this band. Like, it's just so rewarding. Me too. With a, We have a new track that will be coming out, like we mentioned earlier. And that one was, for so long, I just, I hated it because I couldn't do anything with it. And Joey had this thing and he liked it and we revisited it. We kind of changed the key a little bit. And then, like, I still was second guessing. And then Bridget wrote, like, a completely different version with, like, different lyrics and melodies. And I was like, whoa, I never would have seen it going that direction and then it turns out that like we we like put her version of of the the vocals and like message and we mixed it with mine and it like i would not have it any other way now yeah man that's that's what it's all about in my opinion i was just like hey take the parts of this that you like and forget the ones that don't like i want to know what you what you see in this and yeah we'll i loved it i loved it dude it was it's good i'm excited hell for yeah it. <laughs> is there a, a particular song that's very personal you guys I think go because they're like, all personal to me yeah there's just like different favorites i think um i don't know, like casually dancing and tired really stand out to me as like some of my favorites to play live um mm-hmm. i really like going from sometimes into let's think back i think that that was a really fun thing we started doing live that we kind of incorporated into the album um, yeah. yeah. Um, Mitchell yeah. writes most of the lyrics, but, you know, we are pretty similar people. And so a lot of the times the things that he writes about really strike a chord with me. Um, you know, we have a song called 101, which is about like the therapy experience, which I don't see really a lot in, you know, mainstream music or anything like that. So that one always hits home for me, um, having gone through the same thing myself. And yeah, anything in regards to, you know, stuff that we're going through, it can it can be different problems, but, you know, so often the feeling is still the same. So, yeah, that's how I kind of connect to our music, too. David said, don't be blinded by your privilege. David said, this could hurt a whole lot more. And I could use you. 
be continued. Check out part two next Wednesday or go to our YouTube channel and check out the full interview uncut and unedited. This is Toby Hayes and here's your joke of the week. Everyone knows that the chicken had to cross the road to get to the other side. But what most people don't know is the chicken had to cross the road a second time because it had forgotten its keys at home. That is all our time we have for now. Thank you for listening to Undergroundopolis. Remember, we do this every Wednesday night, bringing you new and exciting artists every week. Be sure to hit up their websites and social media and stream or download their music. If you like this show, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, any streaming platform, and leave us a review as well. I'm your host, Rob Lyon, signing off.